Hello friends. I'm going to jump into another recording because I haven't done one for a few days and I feel that the longer I leave it, the further away the train of thought gets and um, it's harder to get back on. But I thought I would maybe continue with the Tinder subject. It's really just the gift that keeps on giving, isn't it? It is. It really is. It's an undeniable resource of of whatever whatever uh, gives you pain or enjoyment. Really, I have found it's becoming increasingly more painful. But I did watch the Tinder Swindler uh, documentary. Oh, if you want to call it that, I certainly wouldn't call it a documentary actually, but the Netflix show, and I have thoughts on it. First of all, what a fucking pity party for, and and just trying to construct this, oh, I don't even know, display of sympathy for women that are just, like, let's be real, you want a rich guy. You had no interest in in reading a human, connecting with a soul, um, expanding your life's purpose in a romantic way. You, they were just driven by a status kind of they were just trying to get a status medal, an ego medal. I mean, yeah, the guy with his photos, I'd probably have swiped right. Right? Yeah, I'd have swiped right. But I also would have picked up quickly that the guy's fucking full of shit. Now, I'm, I, I'm not a genius. I'm not sitting here being like, wow, people, you're so, um, you're so clever. You're so... Now, these women are so dumb. They're not dumb. These women are clearly not stupid. They have money. They had credit cards that they could max out. Fuck, I don't. I don't have a credit card. No credit card company is going to touch me. So they're not idiots. They're quite capable women. Yet they somehow managed to be completely blind and deaf to all of the red flags. Why? Because they were just looking at money and ego. And this guy knew that, and ironically, he was equally as invested in the same in the same uh, superficial tokens of social prowess, whatever. So, funnily, and when you think about it, they actually had plenty in common, but they were both just looking at you know the reflections of themselves in a fucking phone screen and not looking up and going, "Ah, oh, something's up here." And then Netflix gives them what? A fucking big endless bag of money for them to cry on screen and be like, where? Where? I'm I'm sorry. I just, that's how I see it. I know from personal experience and, and just stories from people I know what a really bad Tinder experience can be. We all know the extreme nature of what Tinder can 
um, you know, provide. And I don't want to get morbid. And I know that that wasn't really the nature of the quote-unquote documentary. But fuck off. Like, fuck off. <laughs> That's all I can say. It was one episode as well. I thought it was going to be like the Anna Delvey uh, Netflix show, which I also have thoughts on. And if you've listened to the previous podcasts, you will understand that this is a tangent that I tend to go on. Anna Delvey. When I read about this in the beginning, like a few years ago, of course, initially I was like, what a fucking bitch. What a loser. What an ugly loser. And I mean ugly like, I I look at her and think she's unattractive, sure. But I also meant just what an ugly bitch. You've just got a crap personality. Ugly. But now obviously it's been romanticized a little in the, in the show. But I, I've watched her interviews. And do I think she's a sociopath? Yes. But am I angry at her like I kind of was in the beginning when I had that immediate reaction of hearing the story? No. She wasn't taking from the downtrodden and the oppressed. Now, do I believe in stealing? No. Do I believe in scams? No. Do I believe in lies? No. Do I believe in deception of any kind? Fuck no. But it's unavoidable. It's everywhere we look. Now, my court cases will be evidence of my moral standing on these topics. I hate liars. They make me feel nauseous. I have a fucking allergy to people that are defective in their spirit. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I'm a Libra. Tenth of the tenth. I'm all about balance. I just want equilibrium in every part of my life. I seek perfection in everything. But Anna Delvey undeniably has a talent. She's just applied it in the wrong place. But in the interviews, the, the real interview that I watched uh, now that she's been released from prison, one of the questions and very basic fundamental question that I think we'd all ask was, do you feel remorseful <laughs> to the people that you stole from? And she's like, no. And when I, I, I was watching it alone and I reacted vocally. I was like, what the fuck? But then it just settled and I'm like, if she had said, yes, I feel sorry, I, I wouldn't believe her. I'd be like, no, you don't. And that would be easier to swallow because I'm so used to deception. I, I think we all are. But the fact that she was honest and was like, no. And then the interviewer says, well, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? And she's like, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain it more than that, but I just don't feel sorry for them. I don't have remorse. And it was refreshing. I, I thought, she's fucking saving time. She's saying it how it is. Now, is it the most ideal way to navigate as a human? No. But do I think she's a sociopath and her brain is wired to be the furthest thing from an empath yes and am i going to question the biology of her brain no 
Now, it's a lip pre-slope. I'm not applying that same uh, courteous uh, approach to things like murderers and rapists. But, you know, like, everyone is going to be fine in that case. Same with the Tinder swindler. Relax. I mean, the other thing is, ironically, the woman, they're like, you know, you always Google when you go on a date with a guy on Tinder. I've never done that. Never done that. Would explain a lot. Would explain a lot. But I approach Tinder with a Tinder. Netflix with, you want to fucking do a documentary on the reality of what Tinder's actually like and the hellfire that most women, especially in New Zealand, the fire and brimstone that we have to walk through in order to find love, it would eclipse that fucking stupid performance of crocodile tears from these women. Oh, American Express is after me. Okay. You realise that, like, you could have just been like, nah. And then if he ran off and went, fuck you, you'd have been like, what a cock. And that would have been done. Yeah, it would have been unpleasant. And the relationship would have crumbled. But you'd know, instead of being like, oh, okay, I'll get a fucking loan out. He, he has a diamond, like, okay, he apparently owned, like, some diamond company. Where are the diamonds? Didn't hear shit about diamonds. If I went out with a guy who apparently was a diamond, uh, diamond guy, I don't know what you call him. <laughs> I'd be like, show me the goods. He's flying me around to go see him give me a diamond not a big one you know but mm, I'm obsessed with diamonds and not in the way that most people would assume like oh diamonds I, I really want to be proposed to with a big diamond and it's just, no I'm talking about diamonds in the geological framework the fact that it's the manifestation of order on a atomic level tangent time diamonds are carbon right now i hate the fact that diamonds have become the poster element for basics essentially this fucking I don't know what you'd say it was like. But diamonds have basically just become like Valentine's Day cards for the rich. And it sucks because they're more than that. Diamonds are the element of carbon that have been in a pressure cooker in the depths of the crust of our earth. And the pressure on that carbon is immense. Now, for a diamond to form, Essentially what happens is atoms, which are non-sentient elements in themselves, elements, the atoms, creating elements, they are jumbled up and they're sort of chilling in a room 
and then they get pressurized and diamonds when they're produced are essentially what I would personify as like I don't know some North Korean army you know when you watch those videos and they're all marching and it's like how is that real they're all so aligned every finger is in unison with the one the person next to them how are you so in order that's what diamonds are diamonds are when carbon's like ah shit pressure's on and instead of combusting they figure out how to crystallize and unify in the most efficient way to conserve space so that atoms align and crystallize like they know how to do that so what the fuck it what so the bigger the diamond and the clearer the diamond the less probable it is because when you have a flaw it's like seeing that order all those people you know in the march to war and there's one fuckwit that didn't pay attention and he's going the other way that's the you know the flaw so you want a flawless big diamond it's like you guys are smart and you've got colored diamonds you know the sulfurs or what, what have you that create um, even more anomaly in the in the structure of this carbon now diamond that's why I like diamonds. I like looking at them and going, damn, that's fucked up. How did you do that? And you're so pretty. And you're so old. And you'll be around forever. For as long as, you know. And that's why I like diamonds. And it pisses me off when I see people being like, I went to the fucking diamond shop in Michael Hill and I got this fucking diamond. It's like, ooh. Ooh. You got a bunch of shit diamonds. They're all smashed up into little shit pieces because they're all just, they're not, they're not the, at the apex of diamond quality. They're like the drunk carbon atoms that were like, yeah, we kind of, we knew there was a pressure thing happening and we all just sat a bit closer together, but we certainly didn't align and crystallize. But then places like Michael Jeweler and like the diamond shop and, you know, Angela Daniels smashed them all up throw them into a very clumsy fractal uh, mirror ball design so that it has a better chance of catching light and looking remotely pleasing and then you know it's plastered all over instagram oh my god jono proposed to me in waiheke it's the most beautiful thing fuck off man the earth didn't shit its pants and put itself through pain and suffering for you to just like go to mud brick and like show off <laughs> oh, the seething bitterness that's coming out of me right now. Hey, I'm not above bitterness. All I'm saying is, I don't know what I'm saying. Tinder. So, last night on Tinder. I saw a racist guy. I saw a racist guy. I saw a guy and his bio was racist. And I tweeted this. I put this on my story. But for the sake of fucking... I don't even know. For the sake of life. I thought I would share it. Because it was... Um, 
kind of frightening, frankly. So his bio wrote, Kyle, 31, straight, lives in Auckland, one kilometre away. Frightening. Interest, cat, non-smoker, Virgo. Of course, he's a fucking Virgo. Interests also include museum, swimming, vlogging, hiking outdoors. Okay. Bio, European only, patriotic, looking for someone of similar views, work out a lot, mm, big to differ considering your photos, wishing to find someone to share life with and do fun activities. Fun activities probably include being a fucking Nazi. Doesn't say that. So I had to match him if I could, and he, I wrote, hi Kyle, when we matched. Curious about your bio, what's European only? And he wrote, only associate with my own race. Can you recommend a good tattoo artist? Now, heads up, anyone listening to this, that's a guy. Well, girls got tattoos. You know, more than like breathe written on her wrist. Or love written on the back of her neck. You know, something that took more than 30 seconds. Shock, but we, we... Yeah, we, I've got those tattoos. We don't actually want to fucking talk about them. Because we, we are, we've got them. We It's like, hey, ears. Yeah, I wasn't born with tattoos, but I've had them for long enough. They, they feel like just nothing on my on my body. So when it's like, oh, cool, you've got a face. Was it cool to have a face? Fuck, man, boring conversation. I don't want to talk about, and I certainly don't want to talk about your tattoos, if that's where the conversation's going, which it usually always is. You know, oh, I was thinking of getting, don't care. Don't care. Don't care. Fuck. I don't give a fuck of what your cool idea was. Sorry. Conversation continues. Um, I wrote, why is that exactly? Curious to know your ideology. Also, what tattoos do you have? I was hoping he would say, I don't know, a swastika so I could screenshot it. He wrote, many reasons, but this is the platform I don't want to be banned. I don't yet, but I talked to this artist today about getting an Anzac tattoo. <laughs> okay. Is Pebbles your real name, lol? And I said, it may be useful to know that tattoos originated from indigenous cultural practices before white folk wanted to use them as tough stamps. Yeah, is Kyle your real name? And then I followed that up with because at this point, I really just, like, I wanted to troll him a bit, but then I realised, no, you're a retard. We've talked about that word. If you haven't, listen to my other podcasts. This guy is a retard. But I know, so I wrote, I, but I know heaps of cool tattoo artists. Many of them are indigenous, transgender, and homosexual. All would be keen to meet you, and all would knock you the fuck out. I reported him to Tinder, and probably nothing will happen. But... I can find that guy, and I can't find uh, a dude that's just a bit money hungry and wants to fly me around, pretend that he's in trouble a lot, and ask me to take out some loans. I'll take that. I'll take the other one over that guy any day. Take me out for a nice dinner, ask me for some money. I say no. It's done. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. I've had so many fucking shit dates on Tinder, I can't even... We don't want recently, actually. Asked me on a date. I've had some problems with my Fansly and PayPal. Won't go into it because it's boring, but um, essentially, my Uber my Uber account was compromised. 
there was international transfers that weren't, weren't going into my account. I freaked out, thought that my card had gone, had, had to cancel my card. Then it was the weekend and that was great. So we went on a date with this person and said, you know, I've got no money. This is before the date, far well before the date. And was like, look, got no money this weekend. So like we can just reschedule. And they were like, no, it's fine. It's fine. I thought, great. Well, you did ask me on a date. And, it, you know, if you ask someone on a date, you are not vocally, but should be um, offering to pay. <laughs> you want to hang out with me, you can pay for it. Now, that goes both ways, but I didn't ask him on the date. So this is nothing to do with fucking chivalry and being a man. This is just common sense. So we go to dinner and seemed all right in the beginning. And then a few red flags. First one was this person kept bringing up topics. And then as I would discuss them, they would just go and interrupt and go, oh, I don't care about that. I don't want to talk about that. And then I'd sort of teeter out my thought and they'd be like I feel like you're still talking about that get, and get quite like I wouldn't say angry but like didn't seem light-hearted very demanding like I don't want to talk about this I don't even care I don't even care it's like oh my god okay you did bring this up but sorry and then um and they were vaping in the restaurant and then they said literally word for word I get away with it I get away with everything I'm like, okay, are you a fucking serial killer? Um, and surprisingly, just as they said that 10 minutes later, the fucking waiter was like, yeah, you can't fucking vape in here. It's like, you know, shit, bro, you don't get away with anything. Now, because I wasn't obviously paying, but whatever, I wasn't leading the ordering, but I also wasn't extending it off of like, oh, what do you feel like? Which, again, is just like, you just do that. So they ordered wine. I don't like wine, but cool. And then the food, I ordered this, like, courgette flour, which I thought was going to be maybe the size of my hand. It was the size of my pinky, and it was one. And I was like, cool. I've ordered a fucking cornflake. I looked at the menu. It was $8.50. They ordered pasta. Now it was one bottle of wine. Nothing fancy. Then two glasses of wine. I had a croquette the size of my pinky finger. They had pasta. And then, I don't know if I should say one of the parts. Mm, I'm not going to say it involves drugs. Um, but I ordered bread to the table because I was, like, hungry as fuck. So when I ordered it, they came back from the bathroom and I was like, oh, I've ordered some bread. And they were like, ugh. Wow, I really feel like eating bread. And it's like, why well, didn't order it for you? But cool. Make it weird. And then all of a sudden it was like, what are we doing? What Like, this place is done. Where, where are we going? And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know. So we go back towards, like, my place. Not my place, but close to my house from the city. And get a drink. I ordered one vodka soda. They had three. So all up, I'm saying, what would my tab have been that night? $8.50, half a bottle of wine, let's say $30, 40 bucks at the dinner, a vodka soda of what, 8 bucks, so like 50 bucks, maybe, and a fucking Uber, that would have been like 7 I'm not really breaking the bank here, buddy. But then I was over it. 
and they kept like flirting with the bartender and it was just weird oh and then they brought up someone that they worked with who i know has been accused of some pretty gross behavior towards women not going to go into it not going to say who they are can't say anything because of law stuff because i'm legally unable to speak of anyone their sexual practices and my opinions on them because my bail conditions are really cool not that this person's involved with my legal stuff those are just my bail conditions and this would be breaching them but they brought up this person and i was like oh yeah i've heard of that person and they just turned to me and were like don't you fucking come for them and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. I, i'm not doing i'm not going to come for them because i wasn't there but i already have anyway um and who the fuck are you to tell me what the fuck i can talk about so i was like whoa okay relax and he was like well you know i worked with this person and they're like you know, I just know that they're really good and, like, they're a really good person. I'm like, how the fuck could you possibly know you're a man? You're a man. This this other person has been accused of things towards women. How the fuck are you going to sit here and lecture me about how they treat women? And then they said, well, I reckon I know what happened. I reckon that these people got with this person and regretted it and then, like, lied about Bro, if that is what women do to remedy some regretful fuck, then everyone would do it. But from my experience with the court system and knowing a lot of women who have dealt with, you know, these sort of situations, women don't really go, hey, I've had all this trauma. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to tell a court that's probably not going to believe me, get shamed by a bunch of men and have to tell the story in front of a jury. One of them's probably going to not believe me and then... Yeah, be labelled a liar while I sit in front of my uh, abuser. That sounds like a fucking fantastic... Awesome, actually. Actually, why didn't I think of this sooner? Fuck out of my face with that shit. But anyway, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go home and smoke weed or something. Maybe. Watch a movie about smoking weed. Probably that. Yeah, just watch Pineapple Express. And then they came back to my place. Then they said, I can tell you're a messy person walking into my house. Okay. Then was like, oh, you didn't dust? No, because I'm not fucking missed out fire. But, like, I don't live in a fucking sand dune of dust. If anyone's like, oh, well, must have been really dusty. Well, it isn't. I'm an asthmatic, allergic to dust. But apparently, this wasn't an, a, it's not sufficient to this person's standards. Then they grabbed my iPad said oh, i hate this music and started playing music that i literally told them sounded like furniture commercial music which they were not they were not impressed by um then said weird things like they my house is weird and old um i have a weird toilet seat because it's navy okay i don't own this house i really love this house it's the great if i could own it i would um my, oh, sorry, you don't like my plastic toilet seat that's navy. Hmm. Well, just side note, I don't eat off that. I shit in there. I literally put human waste into a toilet. So, don't care, really, what the covering of it is. But he did. Um, and drank all my beers, and then was just like lying all over my bed and was mocking Hugo for his eye surgery, which I checked him on, don't worry about that. Um, and then I, Hugo really didn't like this person because Hugo's a fucking sentient angel. And they were like, 
um, I feel like Hugo doesn't want me here. And I was like, mm, yeah, probably. That was my way of saying, get the fuck out of my house. And then they left and were like, pissed off. They were like, acting as though me choosing to not d- discipline Hugo for something he's not done wrong was offensive. And they were like, I'm going to go. Like, this is weird. Like, with Hugo, like, not liking me. I was like, okay, bye. They left. Messaged me the next day. Like, I thought, I don't think I've ever been kicked out by a dog before. No, and people probably kick you out instead, but I'm nice. And then they asked me for $100 to transfer $100 into their account for the day. Now, I wonder, if I'd fucked this person, would they be asking me for the money? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. They wouldn't be asking me for $100. Secondly, where did you rustle up $100 from? Because I recall that night being insufferable pain and hunger. Wine that I don't enjoy drinking. Conversation that I'd rather blow my brains out than do again. And you coming into my house and tell me it's not to your standards. Oh, and yeah, uh, shaming women who have brave have the bravery to come out and talk about horrible experiences that don't include this person. Um, so yeah, a bit of a tangent, but that was my most recent experience on a date. And yeah, hit me up Netflix if you wanna. No real pain and suffering. I'm not the only one, but I'd do it for like, just give me a thousand bucks and an hour of your time. Guarantee people would be like, holy shit, I watched that. What an idiot. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Anyone on Tinder's an idiot. But men listening to this and going, oh, I don't see the problem. Just take notes. Just take mental notes. You ask someone on a date, you fucking pay for it. This is for women too. If you ask a man on a date, pay for it. But don't fucking ask for reimbursement when you've decided you didn't get what you wanted out of it. That's just weak, sad, and gross. So, yeah, happy, um, what day is it? Wednesday? Fantastic day. Great, great start.